0: Nothing but historic accuracy. I think that's what they're going for right there. How are you guys? Wow, this is kind of live. You guys, uh, so Merry Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's kind of harder to say, isn't it? Merry Christmas. Hey, it's good to see everybody here. It's great to have kind of a packed house, and glad everybody got in here. We got you in with crowbars and everything, but everybody's in here well and. uh, Hope you guys are planning on a great evening and then a wonderful time tomorrow morning as we celebrate Jesus' birth. Um, you know, over the last several weeks, we've been going through a story. It's been a story about, uh, kind of about, about trees. There have been, I don't know if you guys have noticed the themes there. Um, and uh, if you listen to the, the reading that was this morning, or th- this evening, uh, the reading that was given at the Advent reading, um, you notice it's kind of at the end of the life of a tree. And, and so it's kind of fitting. You know, we started with a seed, then we went through this life of a tree, and we went, you know, there were trees that were rejoicing, and they were, there were um, you know, talking about grafting in and, and all this. And, um, but we get to the end of the life of a tree, and we're talking about this uh, the passage in Isaiah starts out with talking about this stump. And anytime you see a stump, you know that there was a tree there at one time. You know, I, I, Carrie and I, we used to go and uh, we would look for live trees. And uh, so the first couple of years that we were married, we'd go out and like many of you, we'd go out and we'd get a live tree. And one of the things that you find out is once you, you leave that stump there and you take that tree home, immediately it starts um, drying out and there's no amount of water you can give it. You know, and how many of you guys get live trees? I asked this, you know, last Sunday, but okay, so you know that there's no amount of, you know, we tried sugar water, we tried everything, and there's no amount you can give it that it doesn't, by the end of the season, it's just dead dry. I mean, you just touch it and all the, all the needles are falling off of it. And, and so you know that when you see a stump, that there's been a tree there, but it's been separated and it's probably not going so well for the tree. Now, there's different reasons that you could have a tree. You know, as you go and you could leave a stump, you could take it down. You know, as you go down Ives Road, uh, we travel down that way, we live kind of down at the end of the road there, and um, as you're driving by the park, you see all these trees, and they're standing, right? But often a a windstorm comes like this last weekend and um, blows one of them over, and you find out, you know, even though it was standing, this thing was dead, and and it leaves a stump as well, but usually you'll see the whole, the whole inside's out. And sometimes, sometimes the park is even a little bit more proactive than that, and they go and they cut it down before it falls down, you know, in the middle of the road or something, because, because it needed to be taken down. And so when we read this, you know, we look at this passage, and it's a passage about Jesus, ultimately, because we've been looking at a lot of passages over the last several weeks, and we go, well, how does this tie to Christmas? What does this have to do with Christmas? So I want you to hang in there because we're gonna start at the beginning of the story about this stump because that's where Isaiah starts in Isaiah 11. He says, you know, out of this stump, out of this stump of Jesse, there's gonna be this shoot that springs up. And you have to, the first question, you go, well, how did that stump get there? Because the stump only gets there if you, one, somebody comes along and says, hey, I want this as a Christmas tree or I wanna you know, make a nice wood cabinet. So I'm gonna take it out and mill it out and get some wood out of it. Or maybe they looked at it and they said, "You know, this tree, tree is dead. We need to cut this thing down. This thing's diseased. It's going to be a hazard to the cars driving down the road. It's going to be a hazard to, you know, to somebody's house if we leave it standing here. So we're going to have to take this tree down." But somehow you started out with this stump, and it seems like it was a pretty big tree, you know, because people seem to be, as you're reading in this, it's not just a little tiny, you know, two or three year old tree. This is a this is a pretty massive tree that we're talking about because out of the middle of it, there's gonna come this, this new plant. We go, so what was that tree before? Well, in Isaiah 11, the tree that he's talking about, he's talking about this the nation of Israel. And at the time that Isaiah was writing, some things had happened to Israel and it wasn't going well for them. It wasn't a celebration. We're gonna be celebrating tonight, right? We're gonna be going home and spending time with family and friends and we'll be opening presents and things like that. But at this time, Israel wasn't celebrating because they had... They were actually looking towards this time when they were going to be taken into captivity. That stump represented, the tree had been this kingdom. And on the outside, it looked gorgeous. It looked strong and and mighty. and, And it looked like, you know, everything was going well. And, you know, I was thinking as I was reading that, how many times that we look at our lives and we say, you know, I think everything's going well. We look at our plans that we've made and we say, you know, these look strong. They look kind of unassailable. It's just, look at the size of that tree. You know, look at the size. Look at the strength of those plans. Look at the planning that's gone into this. Look at, look at the plan that I had for this life that's out in front of me. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden we, you know, we think there's nothing that can touch it. And then suddenly we look again and, and it, it's just become a stump. And there are those times in, in life, like with Israel, where they looked at it and they thought everything was going so well, and then suddenly it was cut down. It was, it was not there anymore. And, and when we hit those times when, you know, things are all kind of turned upside down and we go, what? Usually we ask God, we say, God, what, what are you doing? What are you doing in this moment? You know, what are you doing in this moment? And some of you know, a lot of times we we come to Christmas and we kind of push that stuff aside, but we step out of Christmas and we'll get past this Christmas season and we'll go, you know, we gotta get back to that life. And and some of the things aren't going so well. They are not going as well as our Christmas season was. And in those times we're going, God, what? What what's happening? What's your part in this? I thought this was your tree. I thought this was your plans. I thought I was your person and you were gonna watch over me and everything was gonna be like Christmas. And then it's not, and that's kind of what Israel was was facing, and they faced this stump, and it was cut down. And it's interesting in this passage because it says and it was a stump, and it says it was the stump of Jesse. And you go, you know, there's a lot of names. How many of you guys, when you think of think of the names of Christmas, what names do you think of? You think of Mary, right? You think of Joseph. Think of um, Jesus. There's Jesus. There's. You might think of Anna. You might think of Simeon, who were in the temple. Right? You might even come up with those names that we're not even sure that they were real, but we gave them names, the three kings. You have Gaspar and Melchior and Balthazar, right? You might come up with those. But how many come up with Jesse? Anybody think of Christmas and Jesse? Well, unless you have a yeah, somebody named Jesse. You know, then you go, well, yeah, I think of Jesse. But, but not normally. And you go, well, where did that come from? Why is, why is Isaiah talking about this, this person named Jesse. And you go all the way back to 1 Samuel and you find out that before the kingdom ever started, you might've heard the name David, first king of Israel. Before this tree ever started growing, there was, you go all the way back to David's David's father's name was Jesse. He says, you know what? This tree got cut down so far that all you could even recognize was something long before this tree had ever become Kind of famous before it ever took on the form and the size it had, long before you saw a kingdom there, it got cut back so far that all you could recognize was this guy Jesse, that no nobody even knew. nobody even knew Jesse except that David had come from him, and then the kingdom had come out of that, but it cut, cut it all the way back to that. and you look at that and you go, "Well God, what can you do with that? When things get cut back so far that, that it doesn't even seem to. There's nothing recognizable about it. There's nothing. There's nothing of strength left. There's nothing of good left. You know, we don't like to talk about it, but um, sometimes. But you know, the last couple of years, when you see all kinds of stuff kind of turned over in your lives, and you get to this Christmas, and we're going, we want to just celebrate Christmas. We want to celebrate that there's good coming. That we want to celebrate that God's still up to something good. But we look back over the last couple of years and we go, there's been a lot of rugs ripped out of people, you know, out from under people's feet, right? There's been a lot of trees that seem to be cut down where they're looking and they're seeing a stump and they're saying there's just not much recognizable there anymore. But it says out of this stump, it says out of this stump, there's this this sprout that starts to grow. Isn't it funny that when God decides to do a new thing, He doesn't, we want him to sweep in kind of with the, you know, we want him to come in with the white horse and the cavalry, right? We want him to come in with a big, big, you know, parade. And we want him to come in and just beyond any doubt that, you know, that help has arrived. But instead he says, you know what? Look closely because there's this sprout that's going to come up out of this this space. You know, when we read the Christmas story, isn't that how we found Jesus too? Listen to Luke too. Luke 2, now the people of God, they had been waiting for this, 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 this hope, this promise that God had made. They'd been waiting for hundreds of years since Isaiah spoke this. They had been waiting. And how does, how does the Savior show up? Well, it says in Luke 2, in 8 through 12, it says, in the same region, there were these shepherds and they're taking care of their flocks the same region that Jesus was born and they're outside of Bethlehem. And an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. And the angel said, don't be afraid because look, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, there's been a born a savior for you who is Christ the Lord. But get this, and by this, you'll know this. This will be the sign for you because you'll find him as a baby wrapped in cloths, just strips of cloths and lying in a feeding trough. I mean, if you wanna talk about an unexpected, you're looking at devastation and you're hoping for this great sign, right? You're hoping for this this great sign that shows that God's taking care of everything. He says, I'm gonna send you a baby. I'm gonna just send you this little baby. He's gonna grow up just like any other little child. It's gonna take a while, you know. It's gonna be about 30 years. And at the end of the story, it's not gonna sing, it's not gonna even seem that, it's not gonna appear great. It's not gonna look like the tree that used to be there. It's not gonna look like a kingdom that comes in and all of a sudden you rule everything and you control the region and you have armies and it's not gonna look like that. So this is gonna be a sprout. It's gonna spring up. But he's gonna do something that the tree never could do. <laughs> because he goes on and he says, This tree, this little sprout, he's gonna grow up and he's going to, he's gonna draw off of the roots of Jesse. You know, this unknown guy. He's gonna pull from this unknown background, but he's gonna, he's gonna bear the fruit. He's gonna bear the fruit that I've been looking for. You go, well, who is this guy? Who's this sprout? What is this sprout? What's so special about? Well, somehow in Isaiah, he does something really crazy because you look down at the 10th verse and he says, he's not only the sprout that's coming out out of the stump of Jesse, but he's also the roots that Jesse's drawing off of. I don't know how that works. Except that Jesse, Jesse trusted in God. That's where he drew his strength from. It says, and yet somehow... God's gonna take, he's gonna come into this world as, a, as one who's born of Jesse, and yet he's the very one who gives Jesse his strength. You know, sometimes we wonder what the message of Christmas is, and we hope it is that God's gonna give us a gift and it's all gonna be happy and everything's gonna be, you know, from here on out, everything's gonna be hunky-dory, right? I mean, from here on out, we're not gonna face any more you know, no more uh, sicknesses, no more, you know, we've had enough of that. No more economic stuff. Done with that, I'm tired of that. Um, no, more, no more stress, no more strain, no more problems at school for the kids, no more problems at home for us, no more problems in my job. No, and we are, we're hoping, but then when we, we, we have this tree and it, it's our life and it just gets built and we hope it's strong enough. And, and the truth is, is, at any moment, Something comes along and it just takes it out. And we look at it in those, those times of hopelessness and those times of devastation. And we go, God, where are you at? And he always takes us back and he says, well, remember remember Christmas, <laughs> right? Remember the story of Christmas? Remember the stump that my people have been waiting? Do you remember the stump? That sprout, that that shoot that I promised would spring up, says that promise is still there. Remember, because that's that's the God that I am. I don't I don't leave my people you're know, hanging. I don't I don't I don't leave them in devastation. I don't I don't I didn't create you so that your life would look like a stump, just cut down and, and nothing. But I also I also didn't intend for you to just to make something of yourself apart from me. I didn't, I didn't, I, I intended for the shoot, the thing that springs out of your life to be coming from the very one that you, you also draw your strength from. I intended to be the one that gives you strength and the one who is your strength. I intended, I intended for your life to be part of this story that you see on Christmas. I intended for your life to reflect this story of this stump where nobody thought much of it, but where God did his greatest work, where God brought forth his greatest salvation. I think sometimes we, we come to Christmas and we kind of take a break from, from everything that we're doing, right? We take a break from our lives and, and we, we just kind of put things on pause because we want to celebrate. And God calls us, I think, into a deeper kind of celebration at times. I think God calls us into a celebration where we actually celebrate with God in the middle of the realities of our lives. You know, the middle of all the joys, but the middle of all the sorrows, the middle of all the the strength, but the middle of all the the sadness, the middle of all the, of just the, the, the newness of it at times, but also the middle of all, some of the brokenness of it at times. And God invites us to Celebrate with him. Celebrate this Jesus, <laughs> his salvation that springs up at times like this little plant in the middle of this, this devastation, this stump, this massive tree that got cut down, but he celebrate this strength. That This isn't just the hope. This is the promise of God. This is the, the very person of God. This is the very power of God at work. I hope that this, this Christmas, that we can remember who Jesus was, remember who He is, remember who he will always be in our lives. That He, He's not just like an add-on. He's not. He's not like we're we're doing fine. You know, the tree that we are. our, Our lives are fine. He, He's our salvation. He is very tree that God wants to grow within us. He is the, that new life and that new power, that new restoration that God is working in us. Because that's really the story that God was telling at Christmas. That's the story that he was telling with the seed at the beginning. It's the story that he was telling with the tree that grew, but he, he was also telling it, and this is the part that's harder to remember when it happens, but he's telling it through the stump. When the stump is cut off, we have to look for that little, that little, that movement, that little sign that God's still there, still at work, that his life is still within us and he's still working his salvation. Amen?